Must watch this video. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash what plan Klaus Schwab's great reset great reset documentary. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Bagana warns globalist Freemasons. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Bagano exposes New World Order Pope Francis Freemasonry and Jesuits. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Bagano exposes New World Order Pope Francis Freemasonry and Jesuits. Evil Government we are living in a time when there is a hidden hand that seems to be coordinating and controlling our world. They have no name, no face, and absolute control. If you say, or even hint that they exist, you are immediately labeled a conspiracy theorist and mockingly dismiss you. If you are an accomplished scientist or newsman, then you are discredited and shunted aside. There is a worldwide cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who rule the world, essentially, and they control everything. They control politicians, and they control the media. They control Hollywood, and they cover up their existence, essentially. And they would have continued ruling the world, were it not for the election of President Donald Trump who was elected to put a stop to the cabal. We see TV news where nearly every newscaster uses the exact same phrase. Nearly every publication advocate for the same people and the same programs. They also attack those who are not favored in a coordinated manner. 487 Middle. We see newspapers with identical headlines and all carrying the same or similar stories. We see spontaneous riots in multiple states and multiple countries worldwide. We see a seamless financial system that demands we justify withdrawals, cuts off countries, destroys economies, steals, and commits many evils in a coordinated fashion. The Fed, the European Central Bank, and others are privately owned and controlled by this hidden person. Give me control of a nation's money supply, and I care not who makes its laws, so said Meyer Amschel Rothschild, founder of the Rothschild banking dynasty. We see some companies come out of nowhere and suddenly become the biggest of their kind. Middle. We see individuals who rise to leadership despite their lack of qualifications. Middle. We see a coordinated response by deep state persons who largely control the destiny of many nations. We see a coordinated approach to Wuhan flu by nearly every country in the Western world. This economy-killing, unprecedented, unscientific response has been proven to be an attempt to exert ever greater control of people by eroding their freedoms. Many books and articles have provided ample literary evidence of a power behind every throne. Middle. Many movies subliminally carry the coordinated message. This deep state this anonymous control of governments, businesses, and people, in a coordinated way, demonstrates that Rome, Romy, exists and is evil to its very core. The deep state has grown into what Roosevelt warned against, the first truth is that the liberty of a democracy is not safe if the people tolerate the growth of private power to a point where it becomes stronger than their democratic state itself. That, in its essence, is fascism, ownership of government by an individual, by a group, or by any other controlling private power. 488 Eisenhower called it the military-industrial complex. Nowadays the deep state is variously called the company, the Wall Street Mafia, the Manhattan Corporation, and others. Paralleling the revelations of wisdom from above, this prophecy necessitates revolutionary discoveries occurring simultaneously in the secular world, with regards to the wisdom from below. Stimulated by the Industrial Revolution of the 18th century, the wellsprings of theoretical models and new technology have incessantly burst forth. A wholly new paradigm of scientific thought and consciousness is emerging. The year 1840 witnessed the emergence of electromagnetic theory, 365, electromagnetism, 366, which in turn paved the way for the discovery of radio waves, the harnessing of electricity, telecommunications, television, computers, and the investigation of atomic energy and the development of the atomic bomb. New psychological and neurological descriptions of the brain, ethnopharmacology, 367, black hole phenomenon, 368, genetic engineering, lasers and holography, are further examples of the changes and ideas that have taken place in our generation. 
Of even greater significance has been the effect of the early 19th century breakthroughs of non-Euclidean geometry, which set the stage for the 20th century theories of Einstein's relativity, 369, quantum mechanics, and the search for the unified field theory. 370, currently, under the name of superstrings, 371, this theory is being proclaimed by leading physicists as an unmistakable genesis of a new physics. Most recently, the scientific community and public at large are being initiated into a new world of fractal geometry, 372, chaos theory, 373, virtual reality, 374, and the ever-accelerating, neural network 375, of the worldwide internet. Asor claims that Microsoft founder and champion of third-world humanitarianism Bill Gates, who is investing in a COVID-19 vaccine, will insert a microchip into the vaccine that he is developing to track our movements. Gates has openly stated that vaccines are a means of reducing the population. He has also called for a digital certificate for health records. Additionally, his company Microsoft owns international patent number 060606 which is a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been chipped as the miners. Finally, Gates has said he wants to vaccinate the entire world. According to Asor, the technology the vaccine's chip will work in tandem with 5G technology. The combination of the microchip and the 5G will enable the globalist cabal to track all of our movements wherever we are in the world and even have the ability to kill us with it. This will place the entire world in bondage Asor adds. At that point, the Black Pope, who Asor claims prays to Lucifer and practices the same witchcraft that Pharaoh did will arise and convince people that he is the second coming. However, Rabbi Asor concluded his vision with a silver lining saying that we have no one to rely on but God adding that the best way to avoid such a scenario was to do tshuva or repentance. The Western world and much of the rest of the world has become a slave to debt. Debt bondage, also known as debt slavery or bonded labor, is the pledge of a person's services as security for repayment of the debt. The services may be undefined, and the services duration may be demanded indefinitely. Debt bondage can also be passed on from generation to generation. We are in debt to our central banks like the Federal Reserve Board. They murdered people. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, California, and Minnesota mandated that nursing homes admit COVID-positive people. The health secretary's mother was moved out while COVID patients were moved in, the most macabre form of insider trading that one can imagine. These governmental mandates can be directly blamed for many deaths. It is not an exaggeration to say that the governors and other officials in these states have blood on their hands. Indeed, as just one example, the Gurwin Jewish Nursing and Rehabilitation Center had no coronavirus fatalities before the March 25 mandate from the state government requiring them to accept cases. Since then, 24 residents have died of the disease. We were told that governors who open their states will be responsible for the bloodbath that would supposedly follow. But there has been no bloodbath. In fact, the states that have opened have seen declines in new case. The real bloodbath has happened, and is still happening, in nursing homes. And government policies are largely to blame. The inhabitants of the British Isles came originally from Egypt. In the work by Fritz Springmeier, 263, he explains that this is important because the Druidism of the British Isles was simply a derivative from the Egyptian satanic witchcraft slash magic of ancient Egypt. The Illuminati is the continuation of the mystery religions of Babylon and Egypt. And the bloodlines of the Illuminati go back to people who, at one time, lived in Babylon and Egypt. According to Masonic historians, Freemasonry is based on the principles and values of ancient Egypt. The most important principle of the Freemasons that is traced to ancient Egypt is the belief in materialist evolution. Freemasons are believed to consider themselves to be special heirs of the people of ancient Egypt, a belief that experts have attributed to the philosophical commonality between the Freemasons of today and the ancient Egyptians. 265. The gods of the Freemasonry Lodge are Egyptian gods. They enslaved people. They practiced idolatry. They were experts in the occult and magic. They prevented Torah study. They practiced homosexuality. They separated husband and wife. Warning of a one-world government ruling the world, Rabbi Moshe David Vali cautions that in the Hebrew calendar year Taf Shin Pei Aleph, September 2020 September 2021, from Teves, January to February, until Elul, August to September, 
those will be the nine months where the new world order rules. War with China Consider this, China has a 200 million man army, Revelation 9:16, that has invaded the Western world. They have conquered almost every stronghold. They now control nearly every lever of power because many lack integrity and do not fear Hashem. Wuhan flu, vaccines, and money are the keys to their control. Those that are under their influence are the force of evil in the world. War with China Consider this, China has a 200 million man army, Revelation 9:16, that has invaded the Western world. They have conquered almost every stronghold. They now control nearly every lever of power because many lack integrity and do not fear Hashem. Wuhan flu, vaccines, and money are the keys to their control. Those that are under their influence are the force of evil in the world. Before the coming of our Lord Yeshua At the end of the twelve months, the entire world will shake and will be filled with noise, and between these times the Shechina will go and return to the cave of Moshe. The king Mashiach will be hidden for nine months, like the months of childbirth, and in these nine months how much suffering and destruction, he will take upon himself to atone for Am Yisrael. Warning of a one-world government ruling the world, Rabbi Moshe David Vali cautions that in the Hebrew calendar year Taf Shin Pei Aleph, September 2020 September 2021, from Teves, January to February, until Elul, August to September, those will be the nine months where the new world order rules. In the following year of Taf Shin Pei Bet, September 2021 September 2022, a year of the Yavel, Jubilee, on Yom Kippur 2021, the Messiah will reveal himself and then disappear the rabbi explained. Yom Kippur 2021 falls on the night of September 15th until nightfall on September 16th. The rabbi then sources the Talmud revealing that in the end of the Jubilee year, the Messiah will re-emerge again on Yom Kippur 2022 which falls on October 4th to 5th. The rabbi then sources the Talmud revealing that in the end of the Jubilee year, the Messiah will re-emerge again on Yom Kippur 2022 which falls on October 4th to 5th. On Yom Kippur, Moses brought the Torah down from Sinai. In the desert we received the Torah and in the desert we will receive the Messiah. But this time, the desert will not be what you think it is. It'll be something completely different. The miracles that took place in the desert will reoccur he notes. The Divine Presence will leave the Diaspora and will come here to protect us the Rabbi said. There's a reason that there's so much chaos in the world and that is because God has abandoned all of the beauty and glory of the nations. Israel, will be the place where all of the beauty and glory is found. Between Yom Kippur 2022-2023 the Messiah will make his second appearance, and we will see the final redemption. The rabbi added as a disclaimer that the Messiah can theoretically arrive sooner but that he is basing his analysis on the Kabbalistic teachings of the Rampal as well as the Talmud. And Rabbi Moshe David Bali's remarks. The birth pangs of the Mashiach are going to be a very difficult time for the whole world. We see that from what happened in Egypt in the days of Moshe. The Gemara in has two opinions about living at the time of this process. Our sages, of the current era, have suggested that the following events may signify that we are experiencing the birth pangs of the Mashiach. We are witnessing on a global level a recurring pattern of unprecedented destruction to life and property. What can a person do to be saved from the birth pangs of Mashiach? The Gemara asks. Let him study Torah and perform acts of kindness. A good Torah study would involve understanding the Egyptian exile and how it applies to the birth pangs, which is exactly what this study is all about. Birth Pangs Timing Overview In this section I am going to lay out an idea that the events in the Tanakh provide the pattern for future events. I will attempt to connect past and present in this section. The timing of future events is often difficult to understand. I would like to propose one way of viewing the timing of the birth pangs. This idea is based on the fact that Torah comes to clarify and reveal, not to obscure and conceal. This idea involves looking at what has been in order to see what will be. Koelit, Ecclesiastes, 1-9 That which hath been is that which shall be, and that which hath been done is that which shall be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. This timing can be confusing at times because the missions and personalities of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, on occasion, have an overlap that intrudes on the predominant program. When Adam HaRishon was created, the world was not broken. His primary responsibility, as Mashiach, was to elevate the world to higher and higher levels of life, this is called Tikkun Adam. 
Unfortunately, Adam failed to elevate the world, and instead he crashed the world. In this state, the world needed to two Meshishim, two Messianic figures, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. Two Meshishim for two different jobs. Mashiach ben David 122, to perform Adam's original task, and Mashiach ben Yosef 123, whose primary job is to repair the world, this is called Tikkun Olam, by helping his people correct their faults and return to their mission. There are five jobs to the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, 124, according to the Vilna Gaon. There are five jobs to the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, 124, according to the Vilna Gaon. 1. His first responsibility is to take revenge and fight against the enemies of Klal Israel, particularly Amalek. This includes giving rebuke in order to spur repentance. 125. 2. Free the Jewish people from the subjugations of the world, by establishing sovereignty in Eretz Israel. Yemat HaMashiach Ben Yosef. 3. To gather many Jews, from all over the world, back to Eretz Israel. 126. Some Jews will remain in exile. Yosef was sent to prepare the family of Israel for exile in Egypt. Christians portray me as a Gentile and speak of him as though he abolished Torah, just like a Gentile. Yosef, too, appears to be a Gentile having the look of an Egyptian king and being second in command to Paro. The idea of the concealment of the Redeemer is a fundamental principle in the Tanakh. Just as Moshe Rabbeinu was named by an Egyptian and cloaked in Egypt, so was Yosef Hazadik. As Yosef was sold for silver to the Gentiles, and given a new Gentile name, so too will we be sold for silver, handed over the Gentiles and be given a Gentile name. Messiah himself is said to be a leper at the gates of Rome. 130. Rome signifies the pagan rulers who destroyed the Beit HaMikdash in rabbinic literature. Although Mashiach is at the gate of this evil government, he is outside of the city. From a distance, he appears to be part of the system, but is he actually outside of it, waiting for Israel to be ready? In the same way, me was sent to prepare Israel for the exile in Edom. The Egyptian exile was 210 years long. At the end of 210 years, Hashem sent Moshe, a.k.a. B. The identification of Mashiach with Moses, when he is called the first Redeemer and the last Redeemer, 131, and is noted in Zohar I 25b and 253a that the numerical equivalent of Moshe is the same as that of Shiloh, the term in Genesis 49.10 denoting Mashiach, the soul of Mashiach is the soul of the soul of Moses, so that in effect Moses will be the final Redeemer and there is no problem with the seeming discrepancy of Mashiach being a descendant of David of the tribe of Judah while Moses is a descendant of the tribe of Levi. Now we need to understand the characteristics of the Egyptian exile in order to compare it to our current exile in Edom, Rome. We will begin by examining the exile which is the prototype for all exiles and the prototype of the final birth process which will bring forth Mashiach. Heresy was a foundation of Egypt's spiritual impurity. Pharaoh, its king, was the strongest ruler in his day, and he attributed all of his power to himself. 141. On the one hand, the character trait of heresy that is found in Egypt is also attributed to the kingdom of Edom. However, on the other hand, the witchcraft of Egypt frees a person from all restraints, leading him to think that he can do whatever he wants to do. This is basically the same result as being pure, unbridled, ignoring rules and rulers, which is the character trait of Yishmael. Much as Egypt based its culture on witchcraft and fantasy, so too, Yishmael, described as a wild man whose hand is in everything, creates his own order. He is drawn by his own will, and sees no reason to set limits for his actions. They enslaved people. A slave performs work for someone else's benefit. For example, taxes are a form of slavery because they are for someone else's benefit, though they may also benefit you. Wearing a mask, now, is slavery. So, the service we perform for Hashem is the same type of service we provided for Paro. We are either Paro's slave or Hashem's slave. That said, there are some differences worth noting. Hashem loves his slaves, Paro, not so much. Hashem only gives his slaves a service which is beneficial for the slaves, Paro, not so much. We can serve Hashem like a slave who fears the whip, or we can serve Hashem like a slave who loves his master and wants to serve. What does it mean to be a Hebrew slave to a Hebrew master? Surely, it means that we serve. It also means that we belong to someone. A Hebrew slave, according to the Torah, 
was treated like master and was never to do degrading work. Everything that the master asked the Hebrew slave to do, was for the slave's benefit. Okay, so it benefited the master too, most of the time, in other words, the slave needed money, either because he had stolen and could not repay what was required, or he was too poor to support himself or his family. In both of these situations, the slave received the support he needed, for long enough to get back on his feet. The master's responsibility was to enable the slave to survive and to prosper as a free man, or rather as a servant only of Ha-Shem. Essentially, a Hebrew slave was applying for Ha-Shem's welfare, workfare when he sold himself or was sold by a Bet-Din. This system allowed the slave to maintain his dignity and to earn his own keep while receiving what he needed to survive. Essentially, a Hebrew slave was applying for Hashem's welfare, workfare when he sold himself or was sold by a Bet-Din. This system allowed the slave to maintain his dignity and to earn his own keep while receiving what he needed to survive. The slave did not have any responsibilities for food or shelter. Furthermore, the laws relating to the master's responsibilities to the slave are such that there is a saying in the Talmud, 146, that one who acquires a slave has really bought a master for himself. If there is one pillow in the house, the master must go without and give it to the slave. In relation to everything, if the master can provide enough for two, then there is enough for two, if not, the slave takes first, with the master second. The slave even eats before the master. The whole topic of slaves is really about the relationship between Hashem, the master, and the various forms of slaves who are of course in Yisrael. The Rebbe explains 147, there is a difference in the avoida, service, of a Gentile slave and a Hebrew slave. The way of service of a Gentile slave who has been brought or captured is obedience. His motivation is fear of the rod. His level of doing his work has as its perspective, reward and punishment for himself. He is not really interested in the welfare of the master, nor is he concerned with the quality of his work, other than as a focus for reward or punishment. In contrast, a Hebrew slave who looks forward to receiving his freedom, is motivated to please the master. He wants to do the job well and is interested in the master benefiting from his effort. The same is true of a son, who goes to work for his father, who will work differently than he does for a stranger. For the son, it is important that the business does well, as ultimately, he is an interested party and loves the father. The Hebrew slave works out of a sense of love. The Gentile slave works out of a sense of fear. In both cases however, whether serving out of love or fear, the service requires obedience. This is a very deep and important requirement. So, it is with us. Primary and fundamental to our service of GD is obedience. Prior to any inquiry as to the reason for mitzvot is the commitment to obey because the mitzvot are the will of Hashem. We can either obey out of fear or we can obey out of love. A Hebrew slave is a person who is on the one hand obedient because he is a slave, but on the other hand his level of service is with life, enthusiasm and energy because it is performed out of love. A Gentile slave, who is obedient out of fear, is at a lower level. To be a Hebrew slave to a Gentile was not a good deal. The Gentile is not bound by the Torah's laws and was free to have the slave do what benefited the master alone. Okay, so sometimes the master's benefit also benefited the slave, but only insofar that it enabled him to serve his master. The works of Rome are Gabala, and numerous other esoteric books related to ancient Egyptian esoteric studies. Illusion Mysteries Astrology The Occult, and Magic The organizations of Rome are Knights Templars Grand Orient Masonic Lodges of Freemasonry The Illuminati, still at the top Knights Templars Knights of Malta Knights of Columbus Black Nobility the Royal Arches Order of the Eastern Star Ancient Arabic Order of the Mystic Shrine, Shriners Order of the Rose Croix, or Rose Cross, Rosicrucians Ordo Templi Orientis Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn B'nai B'rith The Bilderbergs Club of Rome Society of Skull and Bones Alchemy Astrology Telepathy, the Kabbalah, the Betas. Order of St. John of Jerusalem. Club of Rome the German Marshall Fund, the Cheney Foundation, the Round Table, the Fabianists, the
Venetian Black Nobility, the Mont Pelerin Society, Hellfire Clubs, Egyptian Gnostics, Hermeticism, Phallicism, Opus Dei, The Black Pope. This section was published in Breaking News Israel on April 23, 2256. In the Book of Micah, we learn that in the end of days, the final redemption will mirror that which took place in Egypt. Micah 7:15. I will show him wondrous deeds as in the days when you sallied forth from the land of Egypt. According to the spiritual leader of the Yanar Institute in Jerusalem, Rabbi Daniel Asor, just as in Egypt, the world will be enslaved by a cabal of globalists headquartered in the Vatican. At that point, the Jewish Messiah will struggle with the Black Pope in the same fashion that Moses did to free the Jews from Egypt. Rabbi Daniel Asor 1. The current Black Pope is Jesuit Father Arturo Sosa Abascal, Superior General of the Society of Jesus. Asor explains that the Jewish Messiah will go to that Black Pope and demand that he release his nation from slavery. So how does the world enter slavery to begin with? According to Rabbi Asor, it's all related to the coronavirus and it involves both Bill Gates and 5G technology. The rabbi explains that ultimate plan of the globalist cabal is to reduce the world's population just like Pharaoh did when he had the nation of Israel cast away their firstborn. Then Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every boy that is born you shall throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Asor claims that Microsoft founder and champion of third-world humanitarianism Bill Gates, who is investing in a COVID-19 vaccine, will insert a microchip into the vaccine that he is developing to track our movements. Gates has openly stated that vaccines are a means of reducing the population. He has also called for a digital certificate for health records. Additionally, his company Microsoft owns international patent number 060606 which is a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been chipped as the miners. Finally, Gates has said he wants to vaccinate the entire world. According to Asor, the technology the vaccine's chip will work in tandem with 5G technology. The combination of the microchip and the 5G will enable the globalist cabal to track all of our movements wherever we are in the world and even have the ability to kill us with it. This will place the entire world in bondage Asor adds. At that point, the Black Pope, who Asor claims prays to Lucifer and practices the same witchcraft that Pharaoh did will arise and convince people that he is the second coming. He sources this in a midrash which says that the head of the new world order in the end of days will be Armelios adding that according to Pirka Rabbi Eliezer, Armelios will claim to be Christos. Asor also added that since King Solomon married Pharaoh's daughter, it enabled Pharaoh's descendants to enter Mesopotamia and eventually, rule in Europe. Shlomo allied himself by marriage with Pharaoh king of Egypt. He married Pharaoh's daughter and brought her to the city of David, to live there, until he had finished building his palace, and the house of Hashem, and the walls around Yerushalayim. Kings 1-3-1. Asor also says that the royal family of England are direct descendants of Pharaoh. However, Rabbi Asor concluded his vision with a silver lining saying that we have no one to rely on but God adding that the best way to avoid such a scenario was to do tshuva or repentance. The Western world and much of the rest of the world has become a slave to debt. Debt bondage, also known as debt slavery or bonded labor, is the pledge of a person's services as security for repayment of the debt. The services may be undefined, and the services duration may be demanded indefinitely. Debt bondage can also be passed on from generation to generation. They murdered people. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, California, and Minnesota mandated that nursing homes admit COVID-positive people. The health secretary's mother was moved out while COVID patients were moved in, the most macabre form of insider trading that one can imagine. These governmental mandates can be directly blamed for many deaths. It is not an exaggeration to say that the governors and other officials in these states have blood on their hands. Indeed, as just one example, the Gurwin Jewish Nursing and Rehabilitation Center had no coronavirus fatalities before the March 25th mandate from the state government requiring them to accept cases. Since then, 24 residents have died of the disease. We were told that governors who open their states will be responsible for the bloodbath that would supposedly follow. But there has been no bloodbath. In fact, the states that have opened have seen declines in new case. The real bloodbath has happened, and is still happening, in nursing homes. And government policies are largely to blame. Edom has Egyptian gods. 
The inhabitants of the British Isles came originally from Egypt. In the work by Fritz Springmeier, 263, he explains that this is important because the Druidism of the British Isles was simply a derivative from the Egyptian satanic witchcraft slash magic of ancient Egypt. The Illuminati is the continuation of the mystery religions of Babylon and Egypt. And the bloodlines of the Illuminati go back to people who, at one time, lived in Babylon and Egypt. According to Masonic historians, Freemasonry is based on the principles and values of ancient Egypt. The most important principle of the Freemasons that is traced to ancient Egypt is the belief in materialist evolution. Freemasons are believed to consider themselves to be special heirs of the people of ancient Egypt, a belief that experts have attributed to the philosophical commonality between the Freemasons of today and the ancient Egyptians. 265. The gods of the Freemasonry Lodge are Egyptian gods. Prepared by Julian Chrysostomo. The End Time Messenger. The truth shall set you free. Must watch this video. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash what plan Klaus Schwab's Great Reset Great Reset documentary. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Vigano warns globalist Freemasons. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Vigano exposes New World Order Pope Francis Freemasonry and Jesuits. HTTPS colon slash slash XYZ dot FR slash TV slash video slash Archbishop Vigano exposes New World Order Pope Francis Freemasonry and Jesuits. Evil Government. We are living in a time when there is a hidden hand that seems to be coordinating and controlling our world. They have no name, no face, and absolute control. If you say, or even hint that they exist, you are immediately labeled a conspiracy theorist and mockingly dismiss you. If you are an accomplished scientist or newsman, then you are discredited and shunted aside. There is a worldwide cabal of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who rule the world, essentially, and they control everything. They control politicians, and they control the media. They control Hollywood, and they cover up their existence, essentially and they would have continued ruling the world, were it not for the election of President Donald Trump who was elected to put a stop to the cabal. We see TV news where nearly every newscaster uses the exact same phrase. Nearly every publication advocate for the same people in the same programs. They also attack those who are not favored in a coordinated manner. 487. Middle. We see newspapers with identical headlines and all carrying the same, or similar, stories. We see spontaneous riots in multiple states and multiple countries worldwide. We see a seamless financial system that demands we justify withdrawals, cuts off countries, destroys economies, steals, and commits many evils, in a coordinated fashion. The Fed, the European Central Bank, and others are privately owned and controlled by this hidden person. Give me control of a nation's money supply, and I care not who makes its laws, so said Meyer Amschel Rothschild, founder of the Rothschild banking dynasty. We see some companies come out of nowhere and suddenly become the biggest of their kind. Middle. We see individuals who rise to leadership despite their lack of qualifications. Middle. We see a coordinated response by deep state persons who largely control the destiny of many nations. We see a coordinated approach to Wuhan flu by nearly every country in the Western world. This economy killing, unprecedented, unscientific response has been proven to be an attempt to exert ever greater control of people by eroding their freedoms. Many books and articles have provided ample literary evidence of a power behind every throne. Middle. Many movies subliminally carry the coordinated message. This deep state, this anonymous control of governments, businesses, and people, in a coordinated way, demonstrates that Rome, Romy, exists and is evil to its very core. The deep state has grown into what Roosevelt warned against. The first truth is that the liberty of a democracy is not safe if the people tolerate the growth of private power to a point where it becomes stronger than their democratic state itself. That, in its essence, is fascism, ownership of government by an individual, by a group, or by any other controlling private power. 488, Eisenhower called it the military-industrial complex. Nowadays the deep state is variously called the company, the Wall Street Mafia, the Manhattan Corporation, and others. Paralleling the revelations of wisdom from above, this prophecy necessitates revolutionary discoveries occurring simultaneously in the secular world, with regards to the wisdom from below. 
stimulated by the industrial revolution of the 18th century, the wellsprings of theoretical models and new technology have incessantly burst forth. A wholly new paradigm of scientific thought, and consciousness, is emerging. The year 1840 witnessed the emergence of electromagnetic theory, 365, electromagnetism, 366, which in turn paved the way for the discovery of radio waves, the harnessing of electricity, telecommunications, television, computers, and the investigation of atomic energy and the development of the atomic bomb. New psychological and neurological descriptions of the brain, ethnopharmacology, 367, black hole phenomenon, 368, genetic engineering, lasers and holography, are further examples of the changes and ideas that have taken place in our generation. Of even greater significance has been the effect off the early 19th century breakthroughs of non-Euclidean geometry, which set the stage for the 20th century theories of Einstein's relativity, 369, quantum mechanics, and the search for the unified field theory. 370, currently, under the name of superstrings, 371, this theory is being proclaimed by leading physicists as an unmistakable genesis of a new physics. Most recently, the scientific community and public at large are being initiated into a new world of fractal geometry, 372, chaos theory, 373, virtual reality, 374, and the ever-accelerating, neural network 375, of the worldwide internet. Asor claims that Microsoft founder and champion of third-world humanitarianism Bill Gates, who is investing in a COVID-19 vaccine, will insert a microchip into the vaccine that he is developing to track our movements. Gates has openly stated that vaccines are a means of reducing the population. He has also called for a digital certificate for health records. Additionally, his company Microsoft owns international patent number 060606 which is a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been chipped as the miners. Finally, Gates has said he wants to vaccinate the entire world. According to Asor, the technology the vaccine's chip will work in tandem with 5G technology. The combination of the microchip and the 5G will enable the globalist cabal to track all of our movements wherever we are in the world and even have the ability to kill us with it. This will place the entire world in bondage Asor adds. At that point, the Black Pope, who Asor claims prays to Lucifer and practices the same witchcraft that Pharaoh did will arise and convince people that he is the second coming. However, Rabbi Asor concluded his vision with a silver lining saying that we have no one to rely on but God adding that the best way to avoid such a scenario was to do tshuva, or repentance. The Western world and much of the rest of the world has become a slave to debt. Debt bondage, also known as debt slavery or bonded labor, is the pledge of a person's services as security for repayment of the debt. The services may be undefined, and the services duration may be demanded indefinitely. Debt bondage can also be passed on from generation to generation. We are in debt to our central banks like the Federal Reserve Board. They murdered people. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, California, and Minnesota mandated that nursing homes admit COVID-positive people. The health secretary's mother was moved out while COVID patients were moved in, the most macabre form of insider trading that one can imagine. These governmental mandates can be directly blamed for many deaths. It is not an exaggeration to say that the governors and other officials in these states have blood on their hands. Indeed, as just one example, the Gerwin Jewish Nursing and Rehabilitation Center had no coronavirus fatalities before the March 25 mandate from the state government requiring them to accept cases. Since then, 24 residents have died of the disease. We were told that governors who open their states will be responsible for the bloodbath that would supposedly follow. But there has been no bloodbath. In fact, the states that have opened have seen declines in new case. The real bloodbath has happened, and is still happening, in nursing homes. And government policies are largely to blame. The inhabitants of the British Isles came originally from Egypt. In the work by Fritz Springmeier, 263, he explains that this is important because the Druidism of the British Isles was simply a derivative from the Egyptian satanic witchcraft-slash-magic of ancient Egypt. The Illuminati is the continuation of the mystery religions of Babylon and Egypt. And the bloodlines of the Illuminati go back to people who, at one time, lived in Babylon and Egypt. According to Masonic historians, Freemasonry is based on the principles and values of ancient Egypt. The most important principle of the Freemasons that is traced to ancient Egypt is the belief in materialist evolution. Freemasons are believed to consider themselves to be special heirs of the people of ancient Egypt, a belief that experts have attributed to the philosophical commonality between the Freemasons of today and the ancient Egyptians. 265. The gods of the Freemasonry Lodge are Egyptian gods. 
They enslaved people. They practiced idolatry. They were experts in the occult and magic. They prevented Torah study. They practiced homosexuality. They separated husband and wife. Warning of a one-world government ruling the world, Rabbi Moshe David Vali cautions that in the Hebrew calendar year Taf Shin Pei Aleph, September 2020 September 2021, from Teves, January to February, until Elul, August to September, those will be the nine months where the new world order rules. War with China. Consider this, China has a 200 million man army, Revelation 9:16, that has invaded the Western world. They have conquered almost every stronghold. They now control nearly every lever of power because many lack integrity and do not fear Hashem. Wuhan flu, vaccines, and money are the keys to their control. Those that are under their influence are the force of evil in the world. War with China. Consider this, China has a 200 million man army, Revelation 9:16, that has invaded the Western world. They have conquered almost every stronghold. They now control nearly every lever of power because many lack integrity and do not fear Hashem. Wuhan flu, vaccines, and money are the keys to their control. Those that are under their influence are the force of evil in the world. Before the coming of our Lord Yeshua. At the end of the twelve months, the entire world will shake and will be filled with noise, and between these times the Shechina will go and return to the cave of Moshe. The King Mashiach will be hidden for nine months, like the months of childbirth, and in these nine months how much suffering and, destruction, he will take upon himself to atone for him Yisrael. Warning of a one-world government ruling the world, Rabbi Moshe David Vali cautions that in the Hebrew calendar year Taf Shin Pei Aleph, September 2020 September 2021, from Teves, January to February, until Elul, August to September, those will be the nine months where the new world order rules. In the following year of Taf Shin Pei Bet, September 2021 September 2022, a year of the Yavel, Jubilee, on Yom Kippur 2021, the Messiah will reveal himself and then disappear the Rabbi explained. Yom Kippur 2021 falls on the night of September 15th until nightfall on September 16th. The Rabbi then sources the Talmud revealing that in the end of the Jubilee year, the Messiah will re-emerge again on Yom Kippur 2022 which falls on October 4th to 5th. The Rabbi then sources the Talmud revealing that in the end of the Jubilee year, the Messiah will re-emerge again on Yom Kippur 2022 which falls on October 4th to 5th. On Yom Kippur, Moses brought the Torah down from Sinai. In the desert we receive the Torah and in the desert we will receive the Messiah. But this time, the desert will not be what you think it is. It'll be something completely different. The miracles that took place in the desert will reoccur he notes. The Divine Presence will leave the Diaspora and will come here to protect us the Rabbi said. There's a reason that there's so much chaos in the world and that is because God has abandoned all of the beauty and glory of the nations. Israel, will be the place where all of the beauty and glory is found. Between Yom Kippur 2022-2023 the Messiah will make his second appearance and we will see the final redemption. The Rabbi added as a disclaimer that the Messiah can theoretically arrive sooner but that he is basing his analysis on the Kabbalistic teachings of the Ramkal as well as the Talmud. And Rabbi Moshe David Vali's remarks. The birth pangs of the Mashiach are going to be a very difficult time for the whole world. We see that from what happened in Egypt in the days of Moshe. The Gemara and has two opinions about living at the time of this process. Our sages, of the current era, have suggested that the following events may signify that we are experiencing the birth pangs of the Mashiach. We are witnessing on a global level a recurring pattern of unprecedented destruction to life and property. What can a person do to be saved from the birth pangs of Mashiach? The Gemara asks. Let him study Torah and perform acts of kindness. A good Torah study would involve understanding the Egyptian exile and how it applies to the birth pangs, which is exactly what this study is all about. Birth Pangs Timing Overview In this section I am going to lay out an idea that the events in the Tanakh provide the pattern for future events. I will attempt to connect past and present in this section. The timing of future events is often difficult to understand. I would like to propose one way of viewing the timing of the birth pangs. This idea is based on the fact that Torah comes to clarify and reveal, not to obscure and conceal. This idea involves looking at what has been in order to see what will be. Koelet, Ecclesiastes, 1-9 That which hath been is that which shall be, and that which hath been done is that which shall be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. This timing can be confusing at times because the missions and personalities of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David, on occasion, have an overlap that intrudes on the predominant program. 
When Adam HaRishon was created, the world was not broken. His primary responsibility, as Mashiach, was to elevate the world to higher and higher levels of life, this is called Tikkun Adam. Unfortunately, Adam failed to elevate the world, and instead he crashed the world. In this state, the world needed to two Meshishim, two Messianic figures, Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. Two Meshishim for two different jobs. Mashiach ben David 122, to perform Adam's original task, and Mashiach ben Yosef 123, whose primary job is to repair the world, this is called Tikkun Olam, by helping his people correct their faults and return to their mission. There are five jobs to the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, 124, according to the Vilna Gaon. There are five jobs to the role of Mashiach ben Yosef, 124, according to the Vilna Gaon. 1. His first responsibility is to take revenge and fight against the enemies of Klal Israel, particularly Amalek. This includes giving rebuke in order to spur repentance. 125. 2. Free the Jewish people from the subjugations of the world, by establishing sovereignty in Eretz Israel. Yemat HaMashiach Ben Yosef. 3. To gather many Jews, from all over the world, back to Eretz Israel. 126. Some Jews will remain in exile. Yosef was sent to prepare the family of Israel for exile in Egypt. Christians portray him be as a Gentile and speak of him as though he abolished Torah, just like a Gentile. Yosef, too, appears to be a Gentile having the look of an Egyptian king and being second in command to Paro. The idea of the concealment of the Redeemer is a fundamental principle in the Tanakh. Just as Moshe Rabbeinu was named by an Egyptian and cloaked in Egypt, so was Yosef Hazadik. As Yosef was sold for silver to the Gentiles, and given a new Gentile name, so too will be sold for silver, handed over the Gentiles and be given a Gentile name. Messiah himself is said to be a leper at the gates of Rome. 130. Rome signifies the pagan rulers who destroyed the Beit HaMikdash, in rabbinic literature. Although Mashiach is at the gate of this evil government, he is outside of the city. From a distance, he appears to be part of the system, but is he actually outside of it, waiting for Israel to be ready? In the same way, Mbi was sent to prepare Israel for the exile in Edom. The Egyptian exile was 210 years long. At the end of 210 years, Hashem sent Moshe, a.k.a. Mbi. The identification of Mashiach with Moses, when he is called the first Redeemer and the last Redeemer, 131, and as noted in Zohar I 25b and 253a that the numerical equivalent of Moshe is the same as that of Shiloh, the term in Genesis 49:10 denoting Mashiach. The soul of Mashiach is the soul of the soul of Moses, so that in effect Moses will be the final redeemer and there is no problem with the seeming discrepancy of Mashiach being a descendant of David of the tribe of Judah while Moses is a descendant of the tribe of Levi. Now we need to understand the characteristics of the Egyptian exile in order to compare it to our current exile in Edom, Rome. We will begin by examining the exile which is the prototype for all exiles and the prototype of the final birth process which will bring forth Mashiach. Heresy was a foundation of Egypt's spiritual impurity. Pharaoh, its king, was the strongest ruler in his day, and he attributed all of his power to himself. 141. On the one hand, the character trait of heresy that is found in Egypt is also attributed to the kingdom of Edom. However, on the other hand, the witchcraft of Egypt frees a person from all restraints, leading him to think that he can do whatever he wants to do. This is basically the same result as being pure, unbridled, ignoring rules and rulers, which is the character trait of Yishmael. Much as Egypt based its culture on witchcraft and fantasy, so too, Yishmael, described as a wild man whose hand is in everything, creates his own order. He is drawn by his own will, and sees no reason to set limits for his actions. They enslaved people. A slave performs work for someone else's benefit. For example, taxes are a form of slavery because they are for someone else's benefit, though they may also benefit you. Wearing a mask, now, is slavery. So, the service we perform for HaShem is the same type of service we provided for Paro. We are either Paro's slave or HaShem's slave. That said, there are some differences worth noting. HaShem loves his slaves, Paro, not so much. HaShem only gives his slaves a service which is beneficial for the slaves, Paro, not so much. We can serve HaShem like a slave who fears the whip, or we can serve HaShem like a slave who loves his master and wants to serve. What does it mean to be a Hebrew slave to a Hebrew master? Surely, it means that we serve. It also means that we belong to someone. A Hebrew slave, according to the Torah, was treated like master and was never to do degrading work. 
everything that the master asked the Hebrew slave to do, was for the slave's benefit. Okay, so it benefited the master too, most of the time, in other words, the slave needed money, either because he had stolen and could not repay what was required, or he was too poor to support himself or his family. In both of these situations, the slave received the support he needed, for long enough to get back on his feet. The master's responsibility was to enable the slave to survive and to prosper as a free man, or rather as a servant only of Ha, Shem. Essentially, a Hebrew slave was applying for Hashem's welfare, workfare when he sold himself, or was sold by a bet din. This system allowed the slave to maintain his dignity and to earn his own keep while receiving what he needed to survive. Essentially, a Hebrew slave was applying for Hashem's welfare, workfare when he sold himself, or was sold by a bet din. This system allowed the slave to maintain his dignity and to earn his own keep while receiving what he needed to survive. The slave did not have any responsibilities for food or shelter. Furthermore, the laws relating to the master's responsibilities to the slave are such that there is a saying in the Talmud, 146, that one who acquires a slave has really bought a master for himself. If there is one pillow in the house, the master must go without and give it to the slave. In relation to everything, if the master can provide enough for two, then there is enough for two, if not, the slave takes first, with the master second. The slave even eats before the master. The whole topic of slaves is really about the relationship between Hashem, the master, and the various forms of slaves who are of course in Yisrael. The Rebbe explains 147, there is a difference in the avoida, service, of a Gentile slave and a Hebrew slave. The way of service of a Gentile slave who has been brought or captured is obedience. His motivation is fear of the rod. His level of doing his work has as its perspective, reward and punishment for himself. He is not really interested in the welfare of the master, nor is he concerned with the quality of his work, other than as a focus for reward or punishment. In contrast, a Hebrew slave who looks forward to receiving his freedom, is motivated to please the master. He wants to do the job well and is interested in the master benefiting from his effort. The same is true of a son, who goes to work for his father, who will work differently than he does for a stranger. For the son, it is important that the business does well, as ultimately, he is an interested party and loves the father. The Hebrew slave works out of a sense of love. The Gentile slave works out of a sense of fear. In both cases however, whether serving out of love or fear, the service requires obedience. This is a very deep and important requirement. So, it is with us. Primary and fundamental to our service of GD is obedience. Prior to any inquiry as to the reason for mitzvot is the commitment to obey because the mitzvot are the will of Hashem. We can either obey out of fear or we can obey out of love. A Hebrew slave, is a person who is on the one hand obedient, because he is a slave, but on the other hand his level of service is with life, enthusiasm and energy because it is performed out of love. A Gentile slave, who is obedient out of fear, is at a lower level. To be a Hebrew slave to a Gentile was not a good deal. The Gentile is not bound by the Torah's laws and was free to have the slave do what benefited the master alone. Okay, so sometimes the master's benefit also benefited the slave, but only insofar that it enabled him to serve his master. The works of Rome are Kabbalah, and numerous other esoteric books related to ancient Egyptian esoteric studies. Illusion Mysteries Astrology The Occult, and Magic The Organizations of Rome are Knights Templars Grand Orient Masonic Lodges of Freemasonry The Illuminati, still at the top Knights Templars Knights of Malta Knights of Columbus Black Nobility The Royal Arches Order of the Eastern Star Ancient Arabic Order of the Mystic Shrine, Shriners Order of the Rose Croix, or Rose Cross, Rosicrucians Ordo Templi Orientis Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn B'nai B'rith The Bilderbergs Club of Rome Society of Skull and Bones Alchemy Astrology Telepathy, the Kabbalah, the Vedas Order of St. John of Jerusalem Club of Rome, the German Marshall Fund, the Cheney Foundation, the Round Table, the Fabianists, the Venetian Black Nobility, the Mont Pelerin Society Hellfire Clubs Egyptian Gnostics Hermeticism Phallicism Opus Dei The Black Pope 
This section was published in Breaking News Israel on April 23, 2256. In the book of Micah, we learn that in the end of days, the final redemption will mirror that which took place in Egypt. Micah 7:15 I will show him wondrous deeds as in the days when you sallied forth from the land of Egypt. According to the spiritual leader of the Yanar Institute in Jerusalem, Rabbi Daniel Asor, just as in Egypt, the world will be enslaved by a cabal of globalists headquartered in the Vatican. At that point, the Jewish Messiah will struggle with the Black Pope in the same fashion that Moses did to free the Jews from Egypt. Rabbi Daniel Asor 1. The current Black Pope is Jesuit Father Arturo Sosa Abascal, Superior General of the Society of Jesus. Asor explains that the Jewish Messiah will go to that Black Pope and demand that he release his nation from slavery. So how does the world enter slavery to begin with? According to Rabbi Asor, it's all related to the coronavirus and it involves both Bill Gates and 5G technology. The rabbi explains that ultimate plan of the globalist cabal is to reduce the world's population just like Pharaoh did when he had the nation of Israel cast away their firstborn. Then Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every boy that is born you shall throw into the Nile, but let every girl live. Asor claims that Microsoft founder and champion of third world humanitarianism Bill Gates, who is investing in a COVID-19 vaccine, will insert a microchip into the vaccine that he is developing to track our movements. Gates has openly stated that vaccines are a means of reducing the population. He has also called for a digital certificate for health records. Additionally, his company Microsoft owns international patent number 060606 which is a cryptocurrency system using humans who have been chipped as the miners. Finally, Gates has said he wants to vaccinate the entire world. According to Asor, the technology the vaccine's chip will work in tandem with 5G technology. The combination of the microchip and the 5G will enable the globalist cabal to track all of our movements wherever we are in the world and even have the ability to kill us with it. This will place the entire world in bondage Asor adds. At that point, the Black Pope, who Asor claims prays to Lucifer and practices the same witchcraft that Pharaoh did will arise and convince people that he is the second coming. He sources this in a midrash which says that the head of the new world order in the end of days will be Armelios adding that according to Pirka Rabbi Eliezer, Armelios will claim to be Christos. Asor also added that since King Solomon married Pharaoh's daughter, it enabled Pharaoh's descendants to enter Mesopotamia and eventually, rule in Europe. Shlomo allied himself by marriage with Pharaoh king of Egypt. He married Pharaoh's daughter and brought her to the city of David, to live there, until he had finished building his palace, and the house of Hashem, and the walls around Jerusalem. Kings 1 3-1. Asor also says that the royal family of England are direct descendants of Pharaoh. However, Rabbi Asor concluded his vision with a silver lining saying that we have no one to rely on but God adding that the best way to avoid such a scenario was to do tshuva, or repentance. The Western world and much of the rest of the world has become a slave to debt. Debt bondage, also known as debt slavery or bonded labor, is the pledge of a person's services as security for repayment of the debt. The services may be undefined and the service's duration may be demanded indefinitely. Debt bondage can also be passed on from generation to generation. They murdered people. Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, California, and Minnesota mandated that nursing homes admit COVID-positive people. The health secretary's mother was moved out while COVID patients were moved in, the most macabre form of insider trading that one can imagine. These governmental mandates can be directly blamed for many deaths. It is not an exaggeration to say that the governors and other officials in these states have blood on their hands. Indeed, as just one example, the Gerwin Jewish Nursing and Rehabilitation Center had no coronavirus fatalities before the March 25 mandate from the state government requiring them to accept cases. Since then, 24 residents have died of the disease. We were told that governors who open their states will be responsible for the bloodbath that would supposedly follow. But there has been no bloodbath. In fact, the states that have opened have seen declines in new case. The real bloodbath has happened, and is still happening, in nursing homes. And government policies are largely to blame. Edom has Egyptian gods. The inhabitants of the British Isles came originally from Egypt. In the work by Fritz Springmeier, 263, he explains that this is important because the Druidism of the British Isles was simply a derivative from the Egyptian satanic witchcraft slash magic of ancient Egypt. The Illuminati is the continuation of the mystery religions of Babylon and Egypt. And the bloodlines of the Illuminati go back to people who, at one time, lived in Babylon and Egypt. According to Masonic historians, Freemasonry is based on the principles and values of ancient Egypt. 
The most important principle of the Freemasons that is traced to ancient Egypt is the belief in materialist evolution. Freemasons are believed to consider themselves to be special heirs of the people of ancient Egypt, a belief that experts have attributed to the philosophical commonality between the Freemasons of today and the ancient Egyptians. 265. The gods of the Freemasonry Lodge are Egyptian gods. Prepared by Julian Chrysostomo. The End Time Messenger. The truth shall set you free.